Welcome to the new edition of the AK Sportsatorium, where we always post the episode late. Always. Today, my co-host here is Riku, the one and the same as every other episode. Yeah, I was going to say, it's always the same. Yes, but, you know, we maybe we should... Maybe we shake some things up one of these days. Maybe I'm going to have the dog as a co-host. I mean, he could. He's over there just wagging his tail. Uh, wagging his tail for listeners. That's what he's wagging. Uh, if you listen, he'll wag his tail forever you listen. And more. Please listen. <laughs> so, you know what would probably help uh, to get listeners? What would that be? That would likely be that I actually... Um, and uh, making sure of the whole episode and whenever I go to put it onto the site that it's actually done correctly and such because I have news for you that I was oh going to tell no. you but I didn't want to tell you until oh we have live no. reaction. <laughs> what did we do? What did you do? So last week, uh, whatever it was that we said or talked about, um, yeah, I tried to go put it on and put it into the... Uh, listening spear of the world uh-huh. and I go back to listen to it to see if it's ready and everything and come to find out that <laughs> all it is is that kind of you know how you had your TV and whenever you had your TV and you're passing through the channels and you got the channel 3 yeah, and you just hear the static of the TV Yeah, that's all I heard really? yeah didn't we do like an hour or two an hour. Did a, we did a whole hour of hard hitting Mavs coverage. We left we left our hearts on the line. Oh, you're right. Crap. We uh we didn't do a follow up of the Mavs playoff yeah. fallout. So we were just so depressed. That's all it was. Yeah, that's on me. That's on me. That's on us. But I want to say that's on me. No, that's on you. So, um, we can like do a real quick summary. Uh, Mavs lost. That sucked. Uh, Rico, your take. Uh, sucks. Everything sucks. Ah, okay. So that's mad as far as that goes. Uh, Power Hour. Luca, got that uh, first team. Yeah. So in the last twenty minutes, uh, your uh, your favorite Dallas Maverick is officially your an Maverick NBA savior. All-star. Yeah, your your Maverick God, if yeah. you will, is officially an All Star for the second straight season. Uh, he's first team All Star alongside uh, Steph Curry, Kawhi Leonard, Giannis, and Nikola Jokic. And with this, he is now eligible for that Supermax deal. Can we get that as a, uh, a starting five? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Okay. So with this starting five, you would probably you probably would go eighty two and zero. I would. Well, no, because there's going to be those days or somebody's off or I don't know something wouldn't. I I take it that the uh, Golden State team. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know about 82 and 0, but definitely winning the championship. Yeah. <laughs> no days off. Definitely got defense there. Definitely got scoring there. But yes, uh, the good man from Slovenia. Can, can you know? I don't know why. I did. I yeah, went blank for Slovenia. a second. Yeah. How dare the man you? Fr- the young man from Slovenia. He uh, He's going to get paid. Oh, he's gonna I don't know how pay. much he was going to pay in Madrid, but by all accounts, the things I've heard about his cars and such, he is getting paid a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, so I think I read a couple of days ago that his first Supermax offer would probably be around five years, $200 million. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Is that less? Okay, so are all the Supermaxes the same, or does he... I know that if you're not an all-star, uh, an all-team... You don't get as much as the Supermax, but I think, wasn't Giannis's like 220 or something of the sort? Something like that. I think it was four, right, for him? Yeah, like four years, 220 or mm-hmm. something. And I don't think he had a player option or anything involved in there because I don't think he really is trying to leave. As of now, at least. I mean, they're 2-2 right now in the series. That and is true. It helps when both Harden and uh, Kyrie decide to get injured. Yeah. And KD's just out here going, all right, well... Not used to doing this all by myself. Yeah, no. Um, he's definitely, he's, as we said, he's eligible for that supermax now, and I'm, obviously he's going to sign it. As everyone, are knows. you sure? Well, I don't know because there's things are brewing. In uh, there's a uh, everybody's fighting about who's got to control of this ship. Oh man, did you know who Bob Volgaris was before all this started going down? Okay, so funny story. I think I might have heard the name like when he first got signed on or so. 
But for the last three years, I would have not been able to tell you what he does, where he works, and what his what his involvement it is. Okay. So a couple of days back, I think it was Monday, Monday, Monday morning, an interesting article from the Athletic came out, uh, authored by Tim Cato, a local writer here for the Dallas Mavericks, and insider uh, for the Mavs. Also, yeah, it's, it's pretty, how many people are able to claim being an insider for the Mavs? Uh, there's one guy, but we don't talk about him on this show. I know, but I think that like isn't Brad Towns also technically one as well? Yeah, I think there's Brad Towns in uh, Tim Cato, and, and then, then Eddie Sefko. I Eddie Sefko, yeah, that's another one right there. Yeah, so um, it's like, geez, how many of these guys are there? Who, are the t- who, who does the ticket have as their Brad Mavs? Towns? Is it Brad Townsend? Yeah, he's okay. the one that they talk to every time, or Mark. Follow well. Okay. I, well, okay. I guess you could probably maybe see. No, not follow well. He's more of a. Oh, no. He's not an insider, but he's got. He's pretty plugged in. I yeah. I mean, he does the post game and everything, so. Right. Um, but yeah. Brian so, Damaris, I think he's also part of the guys that talk about it uh, uh, post game. Well, Damaris was part of the front office for a while, wasn't he? Is he? I think he was. I'm not too sure. Uh, you, you're probably correct. I just know he does post game. He's part of the post game. I know him and Sir Roy were part of that dirt commercial where he walks around saying, yeah. "Guess what day it is?" Huh? Yeah. Anybody? <laughs> That's a great commercial. Oh man, better commercials were. Oh man, Mikey, Mikey Sir Roy. Mm-hmm. Um, the ticket. The ticket. The little ticket. Shout out to KTCK. But yeah. <laughs> um, so you know Tim Cato. A local beat writer, along with uh, Sam Anyek, was it, who is a uh, national writer. They both came out with the story Monday, uh, painting a pretty weird picture of things happening in the math front office. Um, so, this guy Bob Volgaris, who was hired on with the Mavericks a couple years back as a uh, analyst type person, uh, seems to have a lot analytics. of analytics. Con- analytics, all the numbers. The numbers, Cody. <laughs> what do they mean? China. Any- Okay, cool. China. So this guy apparently has Mark Cuban's ear, and there's a a certain Dallas Maverick that doesn't like him. So uh, I I want you to roll back with me a couple years ago. Okay. Um, uh, Probably a decade now. We uh, were playing for Panthers at the high school, but the uh, rec team. Oh, great. And I don't know, uh, just to throw a name because I can't think of another guy that I've would not consider a soccer guy, but Ridgeway uh, is across from you, and he's telling you to simmer down or calm down or uh, slow down the pace of play when you're playing or so. Uh, how do you feel about that? Are you just kind of going up to him afterwards and going, I, I don't know what you're trying to do here? No, I take the Luca out, and, and I quote, don't effing tell me to uh, calm down. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I don't know why they think that that would be a good idea. The guys are, uh, I guess Luca, we can safely say, is a hothead. <laughs> okay, so w- let's run through the story real quick. Essentially what this story is is that this guy, Bob Volgaris, for the last couple of years has been influencing uh, draft picks to the point where he was the one that uh, drafted uh, Josh Green and um, Tyler Bay, and Tyler Bay, much to the uh, disappointment of a lot of Mavs fans and especially a lot of uh, Mavs insiders and, oh, and yeah. front office personnel, quite frankly, that were apparently quote-unquote embarrassed by that decision. Yeah, because there was a pretty good amount of, uh, that I remember being there. I think uh, the other Bay was there at the time. Uh-huh, yeah. So, and I think you and I also, uh, draft day, were saying that they kind of swung and missed on that one. I mean, I think that Josh, I like Josh Green's athleticism i like what he can build into and i like his energy and everything so i i don't want to beat the guy too dang too dang hard on you know how they messed up on the draft and anything tyler bay supposedly supposed to have one of the better threes and i think we all kind of together gave them a b something like that although i i do be great excuse me and if memory serves me right um tyrese halliburton was still there and tyrese halliburton has actually been contributing this year oh man if I think you plug him in at the shooting guard and then have a uh, Hardaway as a as the uh, on the uh, Rich and Hardaway both on the bench mm-hmm. if you ended up getting Halliburton just because of his ability just to pop up shoot. Yeah, so that kind of hurts. And then uh, Tyrese Maxey also from That's the, the 76ers yeah. has been having a really good postseason, and he was available at that point too. So that one kind of hurts, but. Yeah. That's essentially what the whole Bob Volgaris story is, that he's been controlling the draft as, the draft as, of, rec- as of recently, and he's also been setting uh, rotations, uh, players' minutes, and substitutions for Rick Carlisle. Like I don't like that one bit. I mean, who? yeah. And so whether or not this is all true, 
who knows but i would tend to agree that um maybe some of this stuff is true maybe a little bit was over over exaggerated but i think there is something weird going on in that mass front office you, you you talk about a front office that for the last decade or so during the during the dirt gears was wasn't afraid to go out and try to experiment try to find free agents it wasn't afraid to mix and match the roster a little bit and if, if someone didn't work out they would immediately boot them out and bring someone else in for the last two or three years, it just seems like they're they're a little gun shy, you know, with trying to pick up uh, free agents or trying to make trades. It's always, uh, well, we like our guys. We try to find the right fit. I don't know. They're just not as the, – the, the philosophy of the front office has changed in the last couple of years, and maybe that is attributed to Bob Volgaris. I think that the team definitely wants to develop within because it's more beneficial to them to develop from within. The – I mean, there really hasn't – Okay, if I told you you picked up Gallinari, do you feel any better this season? Do you think he makes that big of a difference to you? Instead of or in addition to it? Um, I, I would assume if you do that, you don't end up getting Richardson's deal. <laughs> uh, I, I know, but I think that you end up doing that. and then, But you're committed to that money for the next three or so years, I believe mm. his deal is. Would you rather have gotten one of the previous free agents outside of keeping... Seth Curry, uh, rather than well, shoot, I guess Jimmy Butler would have been nice at this point. But would you have rather wanted to get like Gallinari or one of those free agents, or really go hard after them? I mean, if that meant that you don't have any money to play within the next two years, that's that's the problem. So hindsight is twenty twenty, and I would obviously I would take that over Jay Rich at the moment, but. That is also knowing that we probably don't have any cap space to do anything for the next couple of years. Yeah. So, so I mean, I I don't know what this guy's involvement is. To I know it's analytics, and supposedly it's involving himself in the minutes and how much time everybody gets to play and everything. Which I'm surprised that Carlisle even secedes any form of ownership over that because just like with yeah. uh, with uh, Nelson, that if there's any problems on the team as a whole, those are the first two guys that get it in the shorts the first. Yeah. I Okay, let's step back a little bit. Do you really see Carlisle like, you know, ceding power to a quote-unquote shadow GM? I I just don't see it. No, that's where it kind of becomes somewhere. I mean, that man wouldn't even let Rajon Rondo run the team. Exactly. <laughs> and that man was an accomplished point guard technically. Yeah. Although I will say in this article, it does mention at one point that Carlisle... Um, so, you can kind of... Do you remember how Carlisle treated Luca the first year that he was here as a rookie? Well, yeah, he, if I can remember correctly, he had the weights on him. He just... You're not... Look, we're walking you into it. We're not going to let you just go ahead and get the keys and then just drive. Yeah. Which I think he's done with all of his rookies. I mean, I think the only guy that I remember him actually committing to letting run the offense is Jason Kidd. Yeah. So, and, and the change in, or I guess not change, the evolution in Carlisle's trust in Luca has obviously grown exponentially. I mean, you have this man checking himself into into game five at the end towards the fourth quarter when he was supposed to be resting. He's like, nope, I'm getting up and I'm going to get in. So, um, there's a there's You kind of have that happen whenever yeah. you don't have anybody that's able to get the ball going on the, exactly. <laughs> on the second team. So, with that being said, it does seem like Carlisle is a little bit more open to seeding control to like Luca, for example, I guess, because there, there's a quote in the article. It's like, I think he said something along the lines of, well, can you really expect to stop the second coming of Dirk Nowitzki? I mean, yeah. So, I mean, obviously Luca's going to have control over this, the situation now. And, and for me, if, if Luca's unhappy with someone like this, I mean, well, you know, get him out. No, no, no. We keep the other guy. I mean, obviously, yeah. You know, AI. this kind of talent that comes all the time and everything. Yeah. No, no, no. We need to we need to keep that guy, that talent, not the not the actual talent, but that talent. That's the guy that wins his games, right? Yeah, man. Analytics, analytics, bro. The numbers. Oh my gosh, if that man comes, look outside of maybe Rick, and I guess even then we'd have to say bye to Rick. But everybody's got to go if Lucas says let's go. Yeah, I mean. Okay, so let's backtrack a little bit. So is Donnie just not even running the show anymore? I wonder if he's kind of in a John Daniels kind of situation where he's uh, he's not the... Uh, he's involved probably, but he's more team president than he is actually GM now. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I wonder if he has anything in uh, with that. Um, I I think uh, we we spoke about this earlier in the week, and I kind of brought up the point that I feel like this guy might be the John Daniels to um to Mark Cuban's Ray Davis, and kind of just whispering in his ear, telling him all the nice things, um, and essentially, you know. No, I don't think it's that. Uh, I don't. I wouldn't compare it to that just because John Daniels had skin on. I mean, he was an analytics guy coming in and everything, but he actually did with the mixture of uh, Nolan put a product on the field where they actually ended up going to two titles. Uh, also, I don't know if you remember the trade, but you probably don't end up getting to that point as far as getting to the World Series back-to-back. Unless you end up trading Mark Teixeira. You lost me there. Yeah, Mark Teixeira is who got traded to the Atlanta Braves for Salty Amakia when he was here. Also for Harrison. Also for, uh, I think, Colin, but I could be wrong. Uh, it was kind of that Cowboys deal. Uh, the same way that we traded and got a haul, a haul back order. Right. We ended up getting a haul back for Teixeira. That involved uh, those players. Andrus was part of the trade as well. All guys that were in the minor leagues. Right. Outside of uh, Salty Machia. Well, so my worry is, um, my worry is that, so we were, we've been sitting here and we've sung the praises of Mark Cuban recently because he's the owner that gets it he, as far as Dallas sports goes. Um, he's not the quote unquote interfering. He's not the Dr. Jerry, the coach Jerry, the uh, team, fi- fi- uh, team therapist Jerry. He's the winning, uh, I believe that will win at all cost. Yeah. Mark Cuban. And so with, these revelations, I don't know if Mark Cuban is more actually like Jerry than I thought. I think that it might be that Mark is kind of too smart for Mark. I, I can see that. I think Mark wants to moneyball everything. Like No, no, no. I don't even mean like that. I don't think he minds getting into luxury tax. He's never minded about going to luxury tax or having to spend money on a team or so. I When I say Mark might be outsmarting Mark is that Mark might think that the analytics guy is so smart and so much closer to what he wants out of numbers and the world and kind of the ego that I would give Elon Musk kind of the ego. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I I agree So he wants it all to be numbers. Right. And the feel of things are kind of taken out of it, but the numbers part of it is still there and prevalent. No, yeah, I, I, I totally agree with that. That man wants to win, I guess, his way and wants to outsmart everyone in the room. Oh, yeah, that's why he was the one to jump uh, first off the ship of having the team, the the championship team run again. Yeah. And trying to, I I don't know if you remember, I don't remember he was uh, beating his chest about how he was the smartest man in the world after they ended up uh, letting the team break up and also the, uh, what was it, when they got out of the strike for the new contract and everything deal. And he was beating his chest about how, based on the way that they created the new deal, that he was uh, going to be able to move around and adjust and just, yeah, <laughs> just rule that whole thing. And Mavericks were set for years as far as signing free agents and everything, and then it just all blew up in his face. Yeah, no, uh, that's definitely true. And so with that being said, I'm my, my other worry is starting to become that with Cuban, like you said, trying to outsmart himself, you know, Cuban beating Cuban, um... We're going to enter a, a never-ending cycle of trying to find the right type of guys to put around Luka. And when the answer to me is pretty obvious, I mean, obviously KP hasn't been the answer, but you just you need to get that man some help, some some good help, some all-star help. So teaming him up with, with another quote-unquote all-star or all-NBA or whatever you want to call it type of player, I think that's the easiest recipe to success. Not trying to sit there and churn through three or four or five years worth of players, and eventually you you're don't still, do the whole Dirk thing all over again. Yeah, of just hitting and missing. Yeah, or, uh, you know, trying to go after a free agent and all of a sudden missing, and then we're just doing the same thing for years and years and years. Except at least this time we'll have a rising star rather than a star that's fading. Exactly. There's a there's also an interesting quote I heard the other day. I think it was on the ticket. Forget who who was it. Oh, I, I think it was Jake Kemp. Who recalled or a conversation? Camp Spin. Okay, what exactly is he saying there? <laughs> Camp Spin. Camp Spin. Camp Spin. What? Hmm? Jake Kemp. Yeah, no, I, and I then it's his spin on things. Okay, G- okay, Camp Spin. Because yeah. I, I hear Camp that on Spin. Gordo's thing, and I'm like, yeah. what exactly is he saying? Camp Spin. 
Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> well, I heard some camp spin of a recollection of a conversation that he heard where I think it was at the end of the... Where, when was it that the Mavs were swept uh, in the first round? Was that 07? That was... What? Was that 07? They didn't get swept in 07. Okay. They lost when they should have won, but... You talking about the last time they got swept? No, no, no. The first round sweep from, or I don't think it was the sweep. It was the first round exit to the Warriors. Oh yeah, oh seven, oh eight, oh seven, oh eight, right? And there, someone spoke to Dirk, and Dirk had said, "Well, there goes another year down the drain of my career." Like, and so what I'm starting to worry is that this is going to become the same thing with Luca. Only Luca, Luca will just get the hell up out of here. Exactly. <laughs> I don't think Luca's going to be like, "Well, guys, well, let's." Just. I don't think Luca thinks that this team has done him any favors. Yeah. And exactly. If they don't do him any favors, he won't feel like the. I think maybe Dirk felt like the Mavs did him favors by committing to him and committing to a guy out of Würzburg, Germany, and providing this world for him to come play basketball and him being happy and giving himself a chance to learn more about America and Texas and everything else. Whereas this guy is already a star. Yeah. And he's not too far from being a global star. Yeah, exactly. I mean, some people put him behind being the next big star. The way that generations see uh, Jordan. Jordan and the way that the next generation sees Kobe, LeBron, and then KD slash Luka. Yeah, yeah. he's essentially carrying the torch into the next generation of the NBA. I mean, hell, for, for me, like, I I want I'm ready to see this man in the Olympics, you know. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I saw that today, and I was like, I'm gonna watch the Olympics for basketball, mm-hmm. not for freaking Team USA, yeah. but because I want to see more Luca. Exactly. <laughs> like this man has you actively rooting. And let him, let him somehow win the freaking, let him somehow win the freaking Olympics. Now I know that we might hold the Olympics to a high regard uh, for basketball in this country because we expect to every time win because I mean look at the freaking players that are going yeah but this man from Slovenia pulls up Dragic and whatever else he's playing with to win the freaking the uh, gold yeah I I, I mean like uh. that's a story right there yeah <laughs> that's a story I mean and 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 like. Just the uh, so in his exit interview, he was saying, "Yeah, like I'm not going on vacation. I'm going to go help you know Slovenia try to win that that Olympic." Goal. And he's going to come right back and in, in shape again. Exactly. That's that's the hope, you know, is is that he stays healthy and he comes back in shape. And and year four is the is the year that everyone he puts everyone on notice, you know. Not I that think, he hasn't I think already. The playoffs did that. <laughs> well, yeah, not that he hasn't already. But man, imagine having a Luca that's like shredded and in shape and everything. My goodness, I don't think he'll ever be shredded because I think his body type needs to be uh, a little bit bulkier yeah. or a little bit on the the pudgy side. True, true. Because I think that's just part of his game to be able to bully around players. Yeah. If that man came back looking like LeBron, though, I can take that also. <laughs> like I'll take that as well. Uh, yeah, and then. He also needs to sooner or later get to the point where he's kind of on that TB12 where there's a certain diet, him along with uh, Russell Wilson. All pliability. That's what he calls I it. mean, the, the man's got results. <laughs> so would you go a day of like eating avocado ice cream, avocado toast? Do I look like I eat that kind of stuff? Do <laughs> I look like I'm winning six, six Super Bowls in the next? I can't even win my freaking fantasy bowl. <laughs> How am I going to win a Super Bowl? Because you're not on the TB12 method. Uh, are you on your on the TB12 no, method? No, I'm on the AR, let's call it 13 method. <laughs> with proven results. What was your... Okay, so this has nothing to do with it. What was your uh, usual jersey number? Uh, 13. Oh, okay, that so was, that's what it is. Yeah, okay. yeah, it was 13. But, yeah. Uh, Luca, we... We sit at your feet and we bask as we wonder what are you gonna do next. No, it's it's just there's people that are alarmed. Like okay, so here's the thing: there's people that are, you know, scared that he'll leave. He's not gonna leave right now. Trust me, he's not gonna pass up super max money. There's no way oh. in hell. <laughs> but three, four, five years down the line, if we four. don't if we don't do anything, could be too. Because you've seen teams like get held by their balls from their star player and say, "I want the hell up out of here." Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. Anthony Davis, James Harden. I think Kyrie just ended up just leaving. I mean, he ended up getting traded. Oh, yeah. He got traded. Mm-hmm. He wanted out. Uh, LeBron, round one. Uh, well, he left as a free agent. Oh, was he already a free agent at that point? That's why the decision was. Ah, that's right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> You're right. Uh, freak. Uh, Kevin Love getting traded. I don't know if he wanted it or not, but Kevin Love getting traded from freaking Minnesota to go to 
uh, Cleveland. Hell, Russ recently. Was he? I don't think he actually wanted to get traded, though. Yeah, he wanted he wanted out because he didn't want to be with Harden anymore, and then Harden left too. Oh, I thought that Russ just wanted. The, I thought Russ was chill, but Harden was the one that wanted the hell up out of there. No, they they were both like, no, I'm done. <laughs> Talk about just a bad situation, man. Mm-hmm. Just to go in and just like go from, I I, I don't know how the, how you don't make that work. I don't know how you don't make that work. I'm telling you, I to me, I still feel bad for the OKC fans that didn't get that championship back in. And you get to watch all your freaking players go play somewhere else and almost win it and everything. Mm-hmm. That's a kick to the freaking nuts, man. Oh, yeah. I don't know how... Uh, could you ever let it go against KD? No. No, especially <laughs> the way he did it. Oh, and then how he acts now and everything. Yeah, and, and how and he's like, oh, well... He takes credit for that Golden State championship. Like, it was all him and stuff like that when he obviously... When the Warriors had already won two before without him. Because I think Curry's probably the most beloved. <laughs> I oh, think I can yeah. assume most beloved out of all of them. Either him or... Clay right after that. I'd probably put Draymond before Clay. I'm pretty sure really? people from Golden State love Draymond. Regardless. I'm pretty sure they like Draymond because everybody likes the bad guy. Exactly. If you if you have someone like Draymond on your team, you absolutely love him. If you, he's not on your team, you absolutely hate him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I think that every team needs one of those. Uh, James Johnson was supposed to be that, but that didn't work out the that way didn't that work out, yeah. we all wanted. It gets hot here out on the streets, and it gets hot in Texas. And Rico, you want to tell me why you're taking up all the AC? Here's the thing. It's not me. It's not you? It's not me. Don't you work for a certain company within the Dallas-Fort Worth regions, or are you just a mechanic for them? No, I'm just a mechanic. I'm just a poor boy. <laughs> Nobody loves me. Um, no, so interestingly enough, if, if you guys hadn't been uh, frozen to death yet from uh, February's oh, little... Oh, boy, did we got something for you in this next three months, then? If you can't, if you can't freeze and fry them, you know? That's, that's the saying around here, right? <laughs> I think it's the new one anyways. I think there's T-shirts that are getting thrown out. I, hey, I'll go ahead and pat, throw down a T-shirt, and I'll make some money off of that. You can't freeze and fry them. What is it? Man, hold up. Let's, like, let's, get, let's get this thing going, actually. Like, that's uh, probably what Greg Abbott's thinking. Yeah, have like little Greg Abbott in a wheelchair just in the middle of the oh, shirt. Yeah. yeah. What? I mean, yeah. he's not <laughs> a wheelchair. I'm sorry. <laughs> But yeah, no. So just yesterday, lost half the handicaps. <laughs> oh God. If you're out there, I'm sorry. But, but if your name is Greg Abbott, I'm not sorry. How could you do that? Greg Abbott's family is right in front of us, listening as pure fans. Greg Abbott's family is a is a blue water cup and a watermelon. And from Duncanville. <laughs> well, I also want to take a second to uh, talk about our sponsors real quick. Today's show is sponsored by a watermelon. I like to think of it as melon. Watermelon. Watermelon. Well, it's actually sandia in Spanish, if you want to be fancy about it. Oh, then what the hell is mel- melon, then? Melon? That's is that even a real thing? Yeah, so melon melon is the cantaloupe. Yeah, okay, I got you. Yeah, which I'm not a big fan of cantaloupe. And then, what is that word you said? Which one? Sandia? Yeah. Sandia is watermelon. Why couldn't we just been easy and just been like, uh, aqua melon? Because the world doesn't conform to your necessities, okay? I'm just asking. You can tell me no. I just, you know, I simplicity. That's all I'm asking for. Well, today's, again, today's sponsor is watermelon. If it's hot outside, eat watermelon. Get that watermelon. But getting back to the heat and how we're all going to fry, do you, do you have any intel? Do you have any insider sourcing? Have you, uh, have you been emailed anything just yet, sir, to tell you what to do what's going on next so my sources my sources say well no so i read up a little bit on it and it seems like okay so ERCOT yesterday or actually was it monday afternoon was like hey everyone can you please conserve energy because it's hot outside and we don't have enough electricity generated to keep up with everyone's ac being jacked up or you know toned down to 65 degrees all day every day with the fan on ladies and gentlemen if you don't know we live in texas and it gets hot and they uh, want to fry us some more. But continue, I'm sorry. Yeah, so ERCOT was like, hey, guys, yeah, there's some generation plants out. Uh, if you could please set up your temperatures to uh, 82 degrees, that would be most uh, most welcome to try to conserve energy and not have rolling blackouts every 30 minutes like they supposedly were supposed to be in February, but they lasted for days. 
So yeah, um, they're blaming it on um, thermal plants that went that went down for maintenance, but they never they didn't actually say what caused them to go down. So do we not uh, think that it's going to be te- uh, 100 degree weather in Texas? I mean, you know, it's obviously June. Who could have seen this coming? I right? would have never. You would have had me flabbergasted if you had told me. It different. is 95 degrees. I do not expect 100 degrees, right? That's just a little bit too much right That's there. too much. Five, five degrees, way too much. That's what does Who it. Who would have ever known? That's what tips the scale. Um, and, you know, we don't like to get into politics so much on the show, but I'd really do like, I would like to send a shout out to our uh, last session of Congress, you know. We can do everything but try to fix the grid. I mean, how would you even do that? How would you even start that? Oh, I don't know. You know, it's not like it's government ran or anything. No, 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 no. It's not like it's government mandated. No, no. Regulations on the grid would be way, way too much of an outlier here. Mm, Put it on business, business. Business got a business. Money got a money. If we were to put this on the heaven, heaven forbid, we put our uh, grid on the national grid to be able to draw energy from other places. But no, you know that just. That's way too much. So this is me uh, being a guy sitting in front of another guy asking him, why don't we have a backup for that? Like, well, why is that not like a side deal that we can have where it's like a backup to the national grid of stuff like this happen? Because I'm pretty sure that uh, whatever president it is that is in office would rather us be connected to something going out to Oklahoma <laughs> and uh, New Mexico and whatever else rather than like having to send national aid later down the road because, well, Texas decided not to have uh, AC this week. Well, here's the thing. So the government doesn't have power over the different uh, grids in this country. But so this is the thing. So there's there there's four different there's four different grids, right? Texas is one of them, and Texas is all by its lonesome because it's it wants to be by its lonesome. Texas, y'all. Yeah, don't California my Texas. I agree with that sentiment. And so, because of that, we're like, you know what? We want to be able to regulate. Well, let me backtrack. We want to be able to not regulate our, you know, our um, our electric grid because good old capitalism, right? So, capitalism. in order for us to do that, we need to not be on the national grid and not be able to draw power from other places during emergencies, like we saw in February and what might happen here in the short future. And because of that, well, we suffer the consequences here. The people. The people. And so Ms. Governor Hot Wheels two weeks ago declared that he, <laughs> he, uh, he declared that, um, you know, the grid was all fixed. You know, everything had been done. Everything they needed to do had been done. And here we are two weeks later and he's eating. Well, actually, he's not eating crow. He could care less about eating crow. Yeah, I was going to say, if we didn't learn anything. Um, Hell, Ted Cruz is probably halfway to Iceland at this point. <sighs> You know the screen line, that's usually the one that's cold right now, and it's Iceland that's usually the one that's green right now, right? Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> I just didn't know if you... you I know. stand correct. <laughs> he's on his way to Either Alaska. Way, he's somewhere. He's going somewhere to keep cold, and here we are, you know, stuck with uh, stuck with some uh, some nice... Some, some heat. Some heat and some humidity. Mm-hmm. Golly, so you walk outside for five minutes, and you're already drenched in sweat. Oh, yeah, and I feel bad for the guy that I went to go get my hair cut from today. Mm-hmm. Because I just came out from uh, came inside from the outdoors, and my arms and everything were just sweating. And I also feel like they actually changed their AC mm-hmm. to the one that Textot or not Textot ERCOT is telling us to change it to. Yeah. And I'm just like in there. I'm like, huh? I just feel like a pig right now. Are you a Are you an automatic? Are you a heavy sweater? Um. If it's hot outside, yes, but like right now, no. Or like, I mean, I'm also like overweight and out of shape. But I, I I'd like to think that I'm not like uh, sweating for shits and giggles. Mm, okay. But middle of the day in a barbershop, yeah. So I found some. I found out something pretty interesting about myself. So if you so if you take a hot shower. Like so, I took a hot shower, right? And then mm-hmm. I walked, I came out the shower, dried off, and was gonna change. Sir, you clothes. have terrible luck. Can you move that, uh, please? Ah, yes, <laughs> of course. <laughs> you were a man with very terrible luck, and I just don't. <laughs> that's just one slap away from your hand. Not gonna ruin the show. Don't worry. <laughs> just all of a sudden, she sparks and everything. It's like, ah, oh, <laughs> I got my t- electricity taken care of one way or the other. There you go. Oh, we well, go ahead. Um, walked out the shower, dried off, and put on some clothes, and I was sweating all of a sudden. I was like, what the hell? Why am I sweating? I just got out the shower. I didn't know that if you, like, showered with super hot water, I guess the 
I guess, I mean, it sounds like it makes common sense, but like your body heats up and even after you're out the shower, you don't automatically cool down and you keep sweating. So you've, you're sweating even though you've already showered because you showered in hot water. I, I shower in freaking hot water. Oh, yeah. Like it's scalding hot when I go in. Okay, no, not that one. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. I'm just kind of used to it. Oh, no. I, I'm a gentleman that likes to uh, shower in the hot water. This is weird. What yeah, you? it's called turning down the mic <laughs> while you get some water. I'm just like, this is, I don't like this place. That's how it should you just like push it sound. off to the side. Huh? So you could always push it off to the side. No, but I want to be professional. You know how people <laughs> in professional radio have um, cough, uh, cough buttons? Yeah. Yeah, we need that. <laughs> but I came from a world, sir, where I didn't always have hot showers, and I used to have to open the window up to okay, provide we'll the uh, hot air to warm me up in my showers way to make me feel bad you're welcome actually i don't feel bad you've had electricity throughout ah that that let's not not go too deep into that you know yeah yes i had ac during the snowpocalypse and i'll likely have it through the uh, heatopolis as well yeah well must be nice so rico uh what can i do what can i do to fix this uh did you see what they said about what you can do to fix this yeah tell me tell me if all this makes sense to you don't tell me if you would actually be willing to do any of these things. Let me tell you right now that I'm not. <laughs> There's a certain uh, degree of weather that I'm uh, committed to currently right now, and I don't intend on going any lower, and definitely not any higher. Yeah. Maybe I'll go lower out of spite, depending on who's the one that's uh, yelling at me. But definitely not going to be the reverse, because it's hot outside. Yeah, so I'm going to pull up the ERCOT recommendations of what you say that of what they say that you should do. Say I'm not the one that's setting these uh, lineups, sir. Okay. I can tell you though, it's hot out here for a pimp. So if you're gone for four hours or longer from your house, they recommend that you're that you jack up your AC to 82 degrees. I thought it was 85. No, it's 85. Is it 85? It's 82 if uh, you're going to bed that night. Going to bed that night. That's right. So would you? Okay. So let's start off with that. Would you jack up your AC to 85 degrees when you're at the house? I'm going to say no because you don't. <laughs> I don't, but uh, I don't mind. Mm, okay. What if, well, you have a pet in the house, though. Yes. So that's probably not feasible for you. Probably not feasible for the dog either. Yeah. So that's one way you can apparently help. The second way is uh, the second way is if you're asleep, uh, put up your temperature to 82 degrees, which I just have they to laugh at. They can suck me off. <laughs> yeah. No. They can suck me off slowly. That's uh, <laughs> huh? Huh? Then we were doing so good this episode. So good. <laughs> I mean, we were we were doing just fine before you had to slap that E next to our episode name. Um, I think E usually means for everyone. No, e, no. E's for everyone. E's for explicit. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I'm going based on games. So have you just been putting E? In this I kind of uh, pick juice. Ah, okay. <laughs> No, this episode about all boobs and butts is all... Uh, we haven't gone that far down the road. So, yeah. Give me time. <laughs> so, 82 degrees. There's no way in hell I'm doing that. No. <laughs> Especially at night. Yeah. No. If, no. I, if I'm sleeping, I'm sleeping because I'm, like, in full ice age mode. Yeah. No, it has to be at least be 70 degrees. And then the other one was, what is it, 78? 78 if I... Uh, I think, well, those, those are the... the 78 two. was during the day. Was it just if you're When out? you're actually... Oh, if you're in the oh, house. Oh, yeah, it's 82, 85, and... 82 if you're, if you're away from the house. Eight, 85 if you're away from the house. 82 at night, and then 78 if you're just sitting in the house. Yeah. Which, again... Actually, well, that 78 isn't too unfeasible, because we keep our AC is at around 77 and 76 during the day. You like the AC in here right now, Rico? You enjoying the cool? No. It's too cold. You know what it smells like? Smells like privilege. <laughs> smells like <laughs> smells like rolling blackouts in here. Oh no, that's not gonna happen because we're on the same uh, same energy as the hospital. So not if I have anything to say about it. Gosh dang it, you two have something to do about that. <laughs> we had a work work order out here for this Churchill Park apartment complex. Need y'all get on that right about now. Yep, I'm just call. Just call and be like, oh, well, there's something going on out here. Might want to turn off the lights for a little bit. <laughs> Including the hospital, everyone. No, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> that's, yeah. where the, wh- that's where you being a monster uh, cuts off? Yeah. I know my limits. Well, 
I wish I knew my limits because I had a um, had a bad purchase. Or I don't know if I want to call it a bad purchase just yet, but it's looking like a bad purchase. If I went ahead and told you that it was a bad purchase, I think you'd say, yep, that's a bad purchase. Well, I, we should have a segment of like things we regret. Oh, uh, well. This would I, be the, the first one. I think I regret it, but I don't know just yet because it's... I, I don't know. Oh, yes. It's okay. So, what, what happened? So what happened was is that your uncle Cody here, uh, kids, come sit down. That's how your uncle Cody explains to you the problems that he's living through. So the Chevy died, and when the Chevy died, I no longer have a car. Oh no! Yeah, it's uh, it's terrible. So I was using my father's vehicle for the last week. Because he's still working from home. God bless. So, I'm. I, I fought with myself. I argued with myself. Cody, Cody, what shall you do? Shall you pay the put all this money back into the Chevy again, or should you consider being an adult, trying to fix your credit, doing the right thing, the right kind of guy thing? No, that makes too much sense. Yep. And uh, creating a world for yourself in the future to where. Your children might actually someday benefit from you having great, good, a great credit someday. Couldn't, so, couldn't you just buy a tranny? Huh? Just buy a new tranny. I don't think that would help my credit, sir. Unless they do it in payments. Tranny for the car. Oh, okay. Uh, I guess I could do that one in payments. What does a tranny go for nowadays? I, I, I <laughs> catch me outside, why don't you? Uh. I think it. Oh wow, that sounds terrible. <laughs> you could probably find a tranny around Harry Hines nowadays, right? I've seen a couple of shops that have trannies out uh, in front of them. Yeah. They um. Uh, uh, wow, you got me blabbergasted. You got me. <laughs> uh, it's Pride Month, sir. <laughs> it is Pride Month, and I'd like to take this time to really um. Appreciate all of our listeners who are uh, LGBTQPI plus, and I forget the rest of them. There's a couple, actually, now. But, anywho, I believe that a good tranny nowadays is going for about 2500 I saw. more expensive than I thought. Yeah. Um, whatever they tell you on the internet, it's wrong. Mm, okay. Yeah, those uh, pages on the back pages... When you're looking through the auto se- uh, section f- for trainees. Oh, is that where they're listed now? They're listed right there, sir. Okay. So, the tranny that I was going to have to pick up was more than likely going to be about 800 to 1600 I believe, uh, being used. Oh, used tranny. Yeah, used trannies. Uh, used tranny. So about that. That doesn't get me excited. No. So, this used tranny was probably going to cost me that about that much. A new one is about... 2500 they're usually fresh on the street mm, okay and so also the person to work on this tranny was gonna end up probably costing a probably good extra well uh for my dad's friend he'd probably work in that tranny for 200 dollars, and i get to watch him do it and help him mm, that's and exciting <laughs> and if i was to take it to another guy to go ahead and work on the tranny i could Potentially step in from time to time and watch him put together the tranny. And uh, on other chances, uh, just let him go all at it. How many how many people were you going to have work on this tranny? Uh, I would say that it would probably go to from like two to three, perhaps. Mm. You couldn't have just had some father-son time? Oh, that was actually possible. We were going to probably go and try to screw that tranny into the car. Okay. That would have been probably good for you. Uh, father-son bonding moment. There you go. Yeah. But, no, my uh, father's knees aren't exactly the best to get down on trainees right now. Okay. That's unfortunate. That's extremely unfortunate. What did you just do there? (laughs) Your dad's a (laughs) mechanic. Your dad is an honorable mechanic. (laughs) He ain't got knees to go and go down on trainees anymore. It takes a lot of work to go ahead and get the trannies inside a car, sir. Yep. <laughs> I am That's a lot of death face. I'm shocked and appalled. 
I'm shocked and appalled that your dad can, you know, with him being a mechanic, I would have thought that that would be a specialty is to deal with, you know, <clears throat> switching out trannies. Yeah, so now I have to get underneath them now and try to put them up into the car. Oh, exciting. Got to bolt them and nail them and everything. Mm. So, getting past my transmission issues uh-huh. on my Tran- vehicle. That's, yeah, that's awful. I don't know how much we can keep of this. Um, <clears throat> so, my me and my stuff and I decide to go try and purchase the vehicle. Mm. And when I went to go purchase the vehicle, I seem to uh, have been approved because oh, of my well, girlfriend. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah great. Thing, adulting. Right? Yeah, adulting. Adulting, trying to get credit better, trying to get a car that I can uh, really trust. Living the American dream. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, give me a white pig offense. There you go. So, once I went to go do that... Uh, we walk out that evening with the car. I feel happy because it's a nice ni- Nissan with uh, not too many miles on it and just set for everything. Yeah. Then comes the bad part. Oh, no. Next day, as I'm uh, driving around because it's a beautiful day and I just got done buying a vehicle and I want to enjoy it some. And also, I already had the time off. <coughs> I thought I was going to have to take oh, my dad. Big, big ball on you. Get a new car, a day off. That's great. You got to go celebrate sometimes, yeah. sir. Gotta you got to pat your back, stuff on the back sometimes. Toot your own horn. Yep. As I walk, as I drive by my job. Beep, beep. There you go. No, but... So, as I'm driving up north on 75, my car slowly... Um, Stops going in speed, and all of a sudden, my RPMs are shooting all the way up. Ooh. <clears throat> and it won't go past 50 on the highway. Oh, So you have two broken trannies now? I have two broken trannies. Oh, no. Yeah, it's pretty rough. I um, So I had to take it to the service department. Oh, okay. Yeah, From I was going to work. Yeah, I was going to let a bunch of people work on that tranny now. Oh, wow. So, mind you, still to this day... Well, I shouldn't say to this day. Yesterday, nobody still had put in a finger on my car. Really? So no one has worked on your tranny yet? Not yet. So it's just been sitting there? Just waiting been for sitting it to there be in the darkness. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... And so those cars are also known to be notorious for being shitty trannies? Yeah. So... Yeah, I, I hear Asian We trainers. really can't. We we really can't keep this stuff, can we? Uh, I'm I'm hearing I hear Asian trainees are pretty you know hard to work on. Well, supposedly they're built in America. Oh really? Yeah, I saw something where they're supposedly built in Tennessee for the Nissans. Really? Oh, yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, more you know, kid. The more, more you, you know, know, the more you know. Well, that's so, really unfortunate. Yeah, so I'm rolling around in a uh, a new Nissan until further notice. Ah, okay, well, that well, not new, but a used, but like it only has two thousand miles. So you so far have a happy ending. Uh, so far, but we'll wait to see. It might all go to hell in a blaze of glory. Okay, so let me ask you this: the the car that they let you borrow, you say it's a new car, right? It's a 2020. Wow. I okay. Should say. That's pretty crazy that they'll let you borrow. And, and is this one of those like mom and pop dealerships, or is this a? Uh, no, it's a dealer. I mean, I, I from what they tell me, it's a Group One dealership. Oh, Group One. Yeah. Uh, supposedly they have dealership all over. Um, it's uh, it looks like uh, one of those uh dealerships that have about I don't know eight other locations kind of deals. Mm, okay. So not a mom and pop. Uh, has one of those fancy, and also it's located in Richardson. Oh, the uh, the good old homeboys from Richardson. Yeah. You should have uh, hit up their uh, autoplex place that they always talk about. Yeah, should have. But unfortunately, Capital One was uh giving out cars, so. <laughs> I had to go with them. I uh, just got my notice from Credit Union why I was uh, not approved. So. Oh, no. Yeah. They told me you're irresponsible. And I was like, you are correct. You are right. <laughs> you are very correct. So I'm going to just continue with my day and understand exactly what y'all are talking about. <clears throat> well, I uh, wish you much success in your endeavors and trying to fix your tranny and trying to find a nice and reliable car. Thank you. I uh, just put... 
t- uh, insurance on it yesterday just because I oh, okay. figured I needed to. Oh, on on the rental or on the car? Oh, rental. <laughs> oh, okay. Keeping it. I'm, I'm running away with the car. Are they are they having you pay for the rental? No. Oh, okay. That's cool. No, no, no. Uh, so, no, the insurance is actually on the actual car. But, no, the rental loaner, uh, they're not charging me for. I would hope they wouldn't charge me because I think they're likely like, okay, if we like try to like screw him over right now and tell him, hey, so we're going to take the car and we can't do anything for you kind of deal, they're probably going to know that I'm immediately going to go, yeah, I have no way to go to work and I don't need a loaner. I mean, um, I have no way to get to work. So you have a car that's messed up and I need a car to get around to work and everything i'm just gonna have to just say different car <laughs> yeah so i'm pretty sure they didn't want to get to that point and also from what the guy was telling me they just wanted to take care of me and everything oh, okay that's what they always say yeah exactly uh but let us take care of you yeah practically he <laughs> the car was supposed to be ready i think a couple days uh like yesterday or so no the license plate that they put it on they put on the back of the car mm-hmm. i thought that i was gonna like have the car back by tomorrow i mean by yesterday but nothing ever <laughs> and then go figure dude's going out of uh out of uh out of state uh-huh. this on friday <laughs> oh yeah so i he gave me a card to somebody he's associated with okay yeah so <clears throat> I'm, I'm not worried about the dealership getting up and going. As long as that's still there, I'm good. I don't need the car salesman for the rest of it. Yeah, it's like, oh, well, <laughs> you know, bye, hi and bye. I, I would feel bad, but he's he's not moving. He's just going out straight because his uh, friend's wife passed away. Oh, and yeah, so he's going to a funeral. So, yeah. <clears throat> yep, 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 yep. So, that's his story, and that's my story on my vehicle that may or may not be around much longer. But I haven't been enjoying that they put gas in this car and I'm burning through it and I oh. don't intend on putting any more gas back inside of it so okay well at least you have that going yeah 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 yeah. uh well I guess to finish up we'll uh, do something kind of stupid want to do a list we do love as uh, the great Chris Arnold says everybody loves a list mm, everybody loves movies and movies are a sport there you go <laughs> so what I was going to ask you sir is who do you think is the uh, top five for bad teeth in this? Oh, well, not in this country, excuse me. Um, and countries all over. Uh, okay. You want to make this into a guessing type of thing? Yeah, like t- top five countries with the unhealthiest teeth. Ooh, okay. I think I, I think I can get this. Oof, you might be able to get two, three out of five. I'll be surprised if you get the others. Okay. Um, let's see. Let's start with this. Most of them are European. European. One Asian. Uh, let's start off with the, uh, well, I don't know if they'll consider it a country or if they'll consider, oops, if they'll consider the country or they'll consider the whole thing. Break my table. Let's go with, uh, England slash the United Kingdom. No. Really? Yeah, I was surprised by that too. I thought they'd be number one. <laughs> Not because I'm going after them or anything, but just thought it... Just to make too simple of sense. Okay. Let's go with Germany. Mind you, this list is also top5ofanything.com. Oh, list. that's the best place to get top 5 anything. Hey, just try it. Uh, no. What about France? No. Really? Mm-mm. Hmm. Interesting. Let's try... You said these are European countries, right? Uh, three out of five. Three out of five? Okay, so we're not talking... One's a... I guess one of them is a Eastern European country. Russia? Or two of them are. No. Russia? No? Mm-mm. Huh. Let's go... I'll, uh, Slovenia. Does that count as Slovak? Uh, Slovakia? Yeah, Republic. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, yeah, yeah! Ding, 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 ding. I like it. You one got no. one. Already. You got one. All right. Uh, let's see. Oh, wow. This is a 2009 list. <laughs> well, okay. Now, over here doing lists from 12 years ago. Uh, I mean, it says sources, uh, OECD Health at Glance 2009 OECD Indicators. That's great. Yep. 12 years. 
I don't even think Slovakia is a country anymore. I think they like turn into something else. Anyways, um, let's go with Italy. No. Hmm. But a friend of theirs once attacked this place. Hmm. Poland. Number one on the board, Poland. Really? Yeah. Oh, way to go, Poland. <laughs> Make it with the teeth. Hmm. Poland. So we have Poland. We have Slovakia. We oh, no, this list doesn't work. I mean... Okay, are you? is this a legitimate list, or I, what have you I, done I, here? I don't know, but here, we'll just finish it up. Uh, this place is separated by, the, by north and south. This place is separated by north and south. Yep. What does that even mean? That it's a name that uh, belongs to two different countries. <laughs> it's separated by north and south? Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. It's separated by north and south. So the name of the country is separated by north and south? Yes. North Korea. Korea in general. So just Korea? Just Korea. Really? When is Korea separate between North and South Korea? Well, I mean, North Korea is like... It's been a while, right? Yeah, it's been since like the... Is your list from like the 40s or something? No, but it just said Korea, and I was like, oh, no. Korea isn't technically a country. That's what I was tripping out on. I was like, hmm. Okay, well, let's continue with this 1940s list. (laughs) It's freaking, I don't know. Um, Okay, so obviously that was an Asian country. Do we have any other Asian countries on there? No. Uh, oh, I think this one actually, this one actually might be South American. Uh, since let's go with like Colombia or no, well, no. Venezuela. No, but I think you're ball. Oh no, hold on, never mind. Yeah, no, this one's European. Yep. How did you confuse a European country with a South American country? I'll tell you this one. Hungary. Actually, yes. <laughs> That just came to my head. I don't know why. I was like, eh, let's go with Hungary. Yeah. Uh, yep, you are correct, sir. Uh, right next to uh, Slovakia. So, yeah. like, So, the, well, that's pretty messed up. They're over here picking on our Eastern European <laughs> listeners. If you're out there and you're from Hungary, I'm sorry. I, this is not my list. I think this might be ballpark in the same area. The next one. Serbia? No. Croatia? No. Uh, Romania? But look at who actually paid attention to their... Uh, their geography. I, I know some like, geography. Um, uh, Czech Republic. Ah, yes. Right there. Wow. Uh, Czech coming in at three. Oh, Czech Republic. Home to the uh, good old Pilsner style beer. That's really good. Love me a good Pilsner. So based on 2009's list, <laughs> I believe, Poland number one, Hungary number two, Czech Republic number three, number four, Slovak Republic, and number five, Korea. What? Yeah, this is... We oh. <laughs> I just said something. <laughs> Definitely don't want to end the show. I mean, it was it. updated at May 24th to 2021. It was updated... So this list was updated for the 2009 version of this list? Yeah, apparently. Jesus. <laughs> so I, I just guessed it would be like England or something because they're like famous for not caring about their teeth. Did you know that America mm-hmm. actually has the... Uh, America's the most um, conscious about their teeth. I did not know that. I thought mm-hmm. that was just a universal thing. Oh, I think the U.S. is like the it's they're the number one country on earth that's like obsessed about their teeth. Really? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Hmm. We're a what can we say? We're a very vain society. So, actually, reminds me I need to get braces. <laughs> if anyone knows any anywhere to get good braces, let me know. Shoot me an email. So, <clears throat> I guess we could drop off on this one. We'll try to make it real fast. Uh, the top tens dot com list for best book characters. Best book characters? Yes. Okay. Well, that's kind of far-reaching. So, this can this be like any book? Uh, I think these are definitely books that you might have read slash others have definitely read slash... <laughs> They're well-known characters, especially I believe in our age group. Okay, and what was the what was the thing again? It was a uh, top ten book characters. Yeah. Okay. 
I'll go with this one since I was like super into. I this. would, <clears throat> I would keep it more on the line of, uh, yeah, no, I don't like this list because I know there's probably better out there. I would keep it within the region of uh, fantasy more than I would anything else. Okay, so like Harry Potter. That's one. Okay. Checking in at number eight. Number eight. Hmm. Okay. You said fantasy, so like let's go like Frodo. No, actually, yeah, no, you're. What the fuck? This list sucks. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> I just thought I'd get find, out of, find something easy. <laughs> can't you just use a website like everyone else uses? Like which one? Oh, I don't know. Like over here producing our show on the fly on top ten humorless. I think this might be our best show yet. Uh you know what? Put it against the others. Let's list the episodes. <laughs> I think we'll just go ahead and close on that, actually. I think that's a good punch to the end. Well, bye. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for providing your ears for this episode of Camp Spam, uh, a.k.a. Sports Torian. We'll uh, see you next week. Apologies to Matt Damon. Bye.